Greetings and salutations. Angry Kathy here. And thank God it's the Cursed Fool Podcast because uh, I hate the God, do I hate the millennials? I'd like this kind of response. Oh, I don't want it posted, but you can do whatever you want. Oh, can you not put it on? Can I have the Actually, I can't complain that much. It hasn't been that bad. It's just. Once, it's like the soup Nazi. Let me explain how asshole consulting is like the soup Nazi. The soup Nazi has the perfect business model, right? He, he, he knows he's the one in charge. He lines it up, gets everybody in line, and you better obey what he fucking says because if you get in there with your fucking nitpicky, I like the jalapenos on the side. I would like you to slightly change your... Then that throws a monkey wrench into the entire entire system. Like, I got a buddy who... It's just poor... I like going to Perkins. Perkins is probably my favorite place because it's open more or less 24-7. And when we go out... And my buddy, he used to be a waiter. And here's this poor girl or guy. They're, they're just trying to put them way, their way through college. They got other people they got to attend to. And here's my buddy looking through the, the, the menu... And I just cringe because I know he's going to nitpick and ask every anal retentive detailed question about something you couldn't even imagine. Like, well, how toasted are the English muffins? And I'm like, just shaking my head. I'm like, dude, I won't even mention his name. Dude, order the fucking English muffins. This is not fucking Murray's Steakhouse. This isn't Ruth's Chris. This is fucking Perkins. Just order the fucking food. If it comes back, Bert, so what? Can you not put butter on mine? I like my, uh, uh, could you could you boil my broccoli instead of steam it? I'm thinking not only does this slow down the upfront process of, um, of the Perkins or the restaurant, whichever restaurant we're going to, it's got to slow down the kitchen. These poor chefs, they got to like, what fucking specific? And that's another thing. You look at these people. I never knew you could do this. Didn't know you could do this. But you want to talk about a streamlined, tight operating system. You want to talk about a well-oiled machine. Let's talk about McDonald's. I can't believe there's people, could you not put pickles on it? I don't want ketchup or mustard. I'm like, are you are you tailoring your order to a McDonald's employee? And just knowing how I have my system set up here at Asshole, it's a, it's a well-oiled machine. Greased lightning, baby. Just greased lightning. And then... Like in the Soup Nazi, where George has got to order something specific or unique, the, 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 the Soup Nazi gets very angry because that guy is banging it out. And if I have one slight hiccup in my operation, one slight burp, now I got to fucking spend two times, literally two times the amount of time that I would normally spend on banging out a request. Oh, I wanted video, but I didn't want it on YouTube. Fuck you. Puts it at the end. Fucking pages of... Oh, by the way. It's another thing I like about, you know, at the end, when I'm in the middle of reading it. Oh, by the way, make me anonymous. Fucking goddamn cocksucking piece of shit. Gotta reread the whole damn thing. Anonymous writes, because they're worried. They're worried like, oh, John, who's majoring in a worthless subject, want to know what other major he should choose. Oh, then everybody in the world, everyone on the planet knows who this John is, right? Because there's no one that John's majoring in stupid shit. I don't want to get, I know, oh, I'm majoring in sociology. I don't want people to know. 
And so now I had to go and and I can't I can't have it uploaded. Now I can't have but he liked the video, so now I saved the video. It won't attach. Too big of an attachment. Okay, I split it. Save it. Oh, you saved it in, in too high a quality format. Still too big to attach. Now I'm trying to save it into this other format that maybe, just maybe, hang on, let's take a look here. Is this is this under 35? Good. 22 megabytes. Cancel. Let's delete that. Let's pull this one up. Resave this one. Save movie as for email. One, one. Save that. All right, now we'll go back to the email. Here's your precious fucking... See if this attaches. Honest to God, I'm missing out on two requests. I don't have that much time. I do not have that much time. I'm supposed to do this podcast here. Maybe that's what I should do. I should do asshole consulting while I'm podcasting. Where the hell did the image go? <clears throat> All right, let's try that. Oh, it's attaching. Thank God. There, there. There's your, can't, oh, okay, I gotta wait for it to be done attaching. <sighs> anyway, it is the Cleric Podcast. Hello, how are you? Um, Not much going on today. This is just play. I thought I, I had caught up yesterday. I caught up, and then a bunch of asshole consulting emails come in, and everybody paid. I really should take it as a compliment. I do appreciate it when people pay me. And uh, I do have this much business, but everything else suffers. And I was, I'm was i off on my sleep schedule. I'm way off. I've been sleeping until noon every day, in part because we were out in Vegas for the better part of four days, and then I caught up with the jet lag. And now I'm just staying up really late and sleeping really late. And I, I Dawn, I mean, I got to get a recording studio. Um, I'm normally not one to spend the money on an office, I think part of one of, if not the most important thing, one of the most rookie mistakes you make in self-employment is, well, I'm a professional businessman, and I'm going to buy suits, and I'm going to rent a Range Rover, and, and I'm going to get an office, and that way people know I'm a professional business. No, 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 no. You don't have the money as a beginning entrepreneur to go and rent an office. That is not what makes a businessman or a businesswoman. And you don't really want to go to an office. You really don't. Not only because it's pointless and money down the drain renting an office you don't need, but why would you want to get up and commute? But, but, if you're crazy old psycho Clary, the old captain, who sleeps till noon and is up till 4 or 5 a.m. every morning, and you got you to fight those twilight hours, you insanomiacs, insanomiacs, whatever, people who can't sleep, you know what I'm talking about. It sucks, man. It sucks. Everyone goes to bed was in Vegas, and I was like, man, this would be a great place to live. I could totally live here because there's something always going on. There'd be humans around. Me and the GF landed at the airport in Minneapolis two days ago. It was only 11 o'clock, and we're driving, and because and I had been in Vegas the entire time, you immediately notice how there's no traffic. It, it's a ghost town. Normally during the morning and evening rush hour, it's just a, it's a parking lot. But this time, you land over at Minneapolis, St. Paul International Airport, and you hop out over onto, uh, was it, 55. And you, there's no, usually right at 62 to hook up the 35W North. That's, that's the worst. That's the worst when I got to go up. That's the problem is if you look at the map. Atham, look at this. 
There's no good way to get north in the Twin Cities from the airport because you got the river, you got to jut across, and so you're you're really your only shot to get to the WBLs to go 35W, and and then you got to go through it. It's just horrible, just horrible. <clears throat> kind of makes me wish I lived in Bloomington. Anyway, um, that was zip 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 nothing, and it felt eerie. It felt like being in Sturgis when I went through there in winter, and they're actually boarded up. The 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 downtown main drag is boarded up. Because no one in Sturgis, the long-term residents there, don't go and party down there. That's purely for people during the summer and the motorcycle rally. It was freaky. You'd think zombies would come out. And so I was thinking, oh, that'd be great. I could, I could live in Vegas. There'd always be, I could go to Ichiza 24-7, Japanese food, unique, authentic Japanese food. Could get a 24-7. Go to a casino if I get bored. There's always people around. There's always traffic. Fuck New York City. That, sli- that city does go to sleep. Vegas is the one that doesn't. I was like, well, there's got to be late night clubs. I can find people. They're around. Not that I'm a big gambling man. I, I don't really enjoy the casinos that much. I, I don't mind playing cards. I love playing cards, but I'm not going to play Texas Hold'em where they get the rake of 10% of every, uh, every pot. But I imagine Las Vegas is the perfect town for an insanamiac, insanomiac, insomniac. That's it, insomniac. So I was thinking about getting a, a rental, renting some kind of office. Because what I have to do is I have to do all my work in what little time I'm awake. Because from noon to about four, that's when I'm awake and there's no one else here. And then all of a sudden, asshole consulting comes in with a ton of work. God bless you. Thank you very much. Um, it's nice. It's nice having a middle income. It's nice. <laughs> I don't have to worry about food anymore or anything like that. It's very. I could. I could travel. Thank God. Bless you all. But then the girlfriend gets back at around four or five. And she's only going to be, she has a real job. She's a real adult. So she's got to wake up the next morning at a, at a reasonable hour, six or seven, and go fight a commute because that's what reasonable sane people do, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> and then I got to spend, and then she goes there, and then about 10 or 11, she's, and then you can maybe go to the bars. You can maybe go to the bars and run into some people, but you're really only going to run into the professional alcoholics and... Frankly, I'm not even 30 anymore. And it's the 20-somethings and 30-somethings. Or your pros. And the conversations are the same. Nothing's really interesting. Nice people, don't get me wrong. But it's like, no, I, I mean, this is their life. That's what they do. And then, then comes the hard time. Then the twilight hours hit. Then midnight or one. Certainly two, because there's only a handful of bars open till two. It was cute. They said, we're going to let bars stay open till two. And then the downtown area dies, and uh, uptown kind of, eh, no one really goes to the bar anymore as, as millennials. And this town becomes a ghost town. Remember, you could stay up till 3 a.m. That was fun. First Avenue, a couple nightclubs would stay up till 3 a.m. Downtown Minneapolis had a little bit of a vibrant social life late at night, uh, but not no much no more. And then you got to feel, and they, even my, one of my Perkins closed down. So, oh, no, we're only open during summer hours 24-7 for the kids to have a place to go. I'm like, oh, that's great. Thanks a lot. It's sad when, when you're outlasting a Perkins. What's really sad, you want to talk about sad? You want to talk about fighting the insomnia? You want to talk about, like, yeah, you're a freak and you don't belong in this world? It was when you go to Perkins to write or do whatever it is because it's the only place open, you're wide awake, and you stay there old uh, long enough that the old-timers who wake up 
at 5 a.m. You know, the old ex-military guys, they always wake up at 5 a.m. and they go have their coffee club at 5.30. And you look at the old timers coming in with their fucking Depends and they're driving their Buicks. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's time to go to sleep. It's time to go home. This is this is not good. Then the sun rises. Every girl, do you want to stay up and watch the sun rise? No, I don't want to stay up and watch the sun rise. That was some of the worst times of my life seeing the sunrise. I don't want to see the sunrise. I don't want to even see where the light starts to turn a dark purple or slightly, slightly less dark color of black because I know that sun's coming up that fucking eastern horizon. No, I don't. The way I want to see the sunrise is I'm in a casino from 4 to 8 a.m. Uh, playing a good game of blackjack or something. I'm in some place where there's no clocks and I don't know when I walk out and all of a sudden it's it's 9. 9 a.m. The sun's already in the sky. I didn't get to see it rise. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go get some breakfast and then go to bed. So uh, anyway, so I was thinking about getting, um, <clears throat> renting an office space late at night. And I know, I just know these commercial people, these people with the rules, these Minnesotans, these modern day Americans. I don't need it during the daytime. I'm not going to be there during the daytime. I'd like to access a commercial building, basically have a recording studio where I could curse and swear and do my podcast late at night. And then that would save me time during the day to focus on the stuff I have to, I need daylight to do. Like I got to work on the house. I got to work on things. I got to do yard work. I got to bag leaves. You can't do that at 3 a.m. You wake people up. I can't do a podcast at 3 a.m. I wake people up. But if I had my own recording studio, that would free up some time during the day for me to do my day stuff. Then I'd be mentally occupied, kind of like a George Norrie. Or who's the guy that does Coast to Coast late night AM? The guy's over in Parnum, uh, Nevada. Lived in the Philippines. What was that guy? Then I could do like the late night thing. I would. I'd, do, I'd record my podcast late at night, be occupied. I want to do the zero fucks given hour. The zero fuck where I, I go online and I do uh, many thanks to uh, Beckloff and John Steele. They taught me how to do the uh, the Google's live streams. You could do the live streams now, but they're going to change it next week because they couldn't stick with one format for more than a month. It's time to change now. Just like you have to change your your email format, we got to change everything. Add bells and whistles and doodads and hiccups that no one ever fucking asked for. Because these nerds over in fucking Silicon Valley think if they program a doodad, they're going to get promoted, which means they can buy the 5 Series Beamer, and then maybe, just maybe, some hot chick will let them feel their bra, but over the bra, not underneath. Fucking Yang and Punjab. Oh, American woman, buddy, let me feel booby. No, she won't. She won't, Punjab. That's all bullshit. That's all lies. Do not do it. Go back home. Marry a nice East Indian girl. Marry an Asian girl, okay? The California girls are never going to let you feel their booby. Outside or inside the bra, no matter what car you drive. All right, they want nothing to do with it. They want to fuck your boss, okay? Six figures in Silicon Valley does not get you laid. It does not. That gets you groceries. Maybe rent if you split an apartment. The women there want to go after the sucker, uh, uh, the Zuckerbergs, okay? That's who they want. They want to go after the suckers with the money of Zuckers. Sucker Zuckers. Zucker Suckers. That's what they're going for. But Zucker isn't a sucker because he married, what, which seems to be a quality woman, frankly. I, I mean, IT gal. Smart. 
he kind of likes her. I, I, uh, I, I got to tip my, my hat there to, to Mark Zuckerberg in that regard. But you guys who watch all these movies, like, oh, yeah, you think that Beamer or that Mercedes is going to finally get your dick wet or your hand sweaty. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So stop fucking making shit we don't ask for on our emails or our apps. Okay? Just leave it the fuck alone. Look, I will... Look, I'm not joking. If I put together a GoFundMe charity uh siliconhandsonboobies.org or something like that where i go raise the money and we'll go hire a bunch of prostitutes we'll hire thousands of prostitutes to come in and we'll put them at the corporate headquarters of google and yahoo and what we'll do with these prostitutes they don't have to sleep with it they will let you come in and feel their boobies now we will finance it we the american normies we american people who have to use your products we will finance it to go and for, afford you these hookers and whores. And what all we ask in exchange for you allowing to feel boobies, maybe even inside the bras, is you stop fucking with shit that already works. Don't change the layout. Don't change the format. Don't add a fucking thing. Don't add, oh, hey, did you want this? Did you want that? Stop trying to fucking guess what we fucking want in the hopes of feeling boobies. We will buy you the boobies. Inside or outside the bra, up to you, if you just leave us the fuck alone. Make security updates. Yes, we'd like that. Um, you know, maybe get rid of the unnecessary amount of clicks. Okay, make things intuitive, if not already intuitive. But if it fucking works, swear to fucking God, stop fucking with it. All right? Boobies for you, Punjab. Boobies for you, Yang. Boobies for all the... And Steve and Bob and Phil, the American nerds who also are in the same plight as Punjab and, and, and Yang, you too may feel the boobies. We're not going to discriminate. Anyone, anyone of you silicon programming fucks who are constantly trying to fuck with shit and fix things that aren't broken, we will get you the free boobies. And you won't have to spend your money on a Beamer. You won't have to spend your money on clothes. Um, we, we will get you the free boobies, right? Just leave things alone. <laughs> Where's my fucking Red Bull? Here it is. Let me take a break. I'll get up here. Oh, crack the back. Cracking the back. Because I need my back cracked. See, the girlfriend's about to pull up. She usually pulls up now right when I'm in, on fire. Walks in. Hello! Dear, did you see me open the window? Did you see me recording? I know people think this isn't a real job, but there's an element of production quality control. That, and that's another reason I want to get this office. So I could go in late at night and record, and no one fucking interrupts me. There's no girlfriend walking in. Hi! I know she's happy to see me. Every girl is should be happy to see me. Hey, here I am. Are you happy to see me? Oh my God, yes, you should fucking be. I'm Aaron Cleary. But then I just like, I look. I, I, I look. I look at her. I look at the screen. I do the hand gesture. Do you see the recording going on? I even wrote about this. I wrote about this in Return of Kings, Why Every Man Needs a Den. Because I truly do understand now, especially back in the day and especially now, uh, in the 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s even, father had his study. 
father had his den. And you never went in the den, especially when he was in there. Because that was his direct link to providing food, clothing, and shelter and survival. It is a direct link. And I get fucking pissed. I get, there is no, honestly, I'm not joking. Uh, To me, this is how much I value this. And I think men, a lot of men will at least understand. They may not agree, but they will understand. I would almost rather, if you could say, Aaron, your wife or girlfriend will cheat on you. Okay? But, but they will never get in the way of your work. They will never unconsciously or consciously interrupt your work. They will value how important it is that you get your work because your entire life, your entire supportation your entire support comes from that. that is your lifeblood i'd say yeah i'd take it i absolutely would yeah fine i don't care go nail hugh jackman go go get out of here go you're never coming in the- you're gonna let me be you're gonna let me work and you're gonna support my absolutely that would absolutely be worth it of course a lot of men would say but but think about that conscious or not intended it doesn't matter and the kids that's the other thing the kids the kids want to play with you don't go in that den. Your father is, and now I understand. I thought it was dads just being boring or, you know, not wanting to take care of their kids. Sometimes that is the case. Sometimes the the fathers are so, they're workaholics and they don't appreciate their children. But now I actually understand. And not only would I have that solitude late at night, no one would interrupt that I have my place. But I know going forward, if I ever get my place in South Dakota, uh, which you guys can help, by the way, of doing all your Christmas shopping through my Amazon affiliate program. Hint, hint. Uh, I am going to have a den. And I'm going to put police tape, that black and white or black and yellow hazard tape down on the ground. And no one's allowed in there. No one. Nobody. No one. That is my den. That is a place of work. And when I'm in there, by motherfucking Christ, there better be no distractions i probably put curtains people think oh what are you doing something naughty in there you look at no it's like i don't want to be distracted when i get into my zone i can bang out an infinite amount of work as evidence before this one minor hiccup this one minor monkey wrench this one piece of dust can fuck up my machinery and delay and if i am left uninterrupted and ladies and children if you are listening and men if you have a, a wife or a girlfriend that's got a real career right <clears throat> Your one minute, oh, I just have to interrupt you quickly, kind of thing. What do you want for dinner? That will delay that person by easily 15 minutes. If you just let these people, you leave them the fuck alone. You let them work on their craft. They're in the zone. They're on the high. They're they're on a creative high. All the creative juices are flowing. And you walk in, knock, knock, knock. Hey, um, the Howards are coming over. <laughs> What? Huh? Oh, the Howards. Oh, this was very important because I almost had the economic theory that could eliminate the national debt. I'm sorry, that's gone forever now, but oh, the Howards are coming over. What do I want? Fish or chicken? Hmm. Well, that's a real job. How about a get the fuck out of my office and never do that again? <laughs> I am part tongue and cheap. I am also part serious, too. I, I am going to have my den. I'm going to soundproof it. I looked at soundproof. I was going to soundproof my shed. Holy shit, is that crap expensive? But um, it, I'll, I'll start with a den. 
and we'll start. But down the road, as hopefully money comes in, then maybe I'll soundproof it. Hint, hint, buy all your Amazon affiliate stuff or buy all your Christmas gifts through my Amazon affiliate program. But yeah, that, and then, and then if that person, male or female, is allowed to get all their work done, they got an extra 15 minutes to, hey, what's going on? And they're in a better mood. They feel secure. They feel like they've accomplished something. Not that they don't feel, they have accomplished something. Their finances are more sound. Their financial futures are more secure and and you could support these people by leaving them the fuck alone all right let's do some sponsors here very quickly um the exa uh the christmas amazon affiliate program if you guys don't already please uh do all your christmas shopping all your online shopping through the old captain's amazon affiliate program it's not that hard all you have to do is get into the habit that's the key thing of getting into the habit of going to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com first, click on the Amazon banner, and then that takes you right to Amazon's page. Nothing fancy, nothing different. And there's some code that tells Amazon you came from my site. And then every purchase you make, I get a 7% commission. You don't pay any more. So do it now. Not only because I make money, because you're going to save a shit ton of time now. You're going to not have to worry about it. It won't be gnawing at the back of your head. Do not procrastinate. Get all of your Christmas shopping done today. Spend, a, spend an hour. Look, if you're going to do it like girls, you're going to go out and spend two hours driving around, maybe buying one gift per hour. So this is going to be at least an eight to ten hour endeavor. Or you could just go to Amazon.com, save yourself a ton of freaking money, spend two hours getting the, the stuff for everyone, and you can reward me by giving me a 7% cut for recommending this genius economic saving of time. I can save you nine hours. It's like a day off. It's like a day off I just saved you. Okay? That's all. And it doesn't cost you any more. So if you do that, please get into the good habit. By me, and by what I mean by good habit, I mean bookmark the fucking page. Go to the Amazon affiliate banner on CaptainCapitalism.com. Click on it. Then bookmark that page. It'll have extra code. Amazon.com slash blah, 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 blah. Capitalism 07, something like that. And then when you go to the bookmark page every time, you don't even have to make the extra click. It just go ahead and uh, goes directly to the Amazon affiliate program. Uh, also, uh, we have my books. They make great, great Christmas gifts as well, but books for you because they have great wisdom and genius is in them. Reconnaissance Man, that's for anyone who is lost wandering the desert and your life has not ended up where it is and you need a new game plan. You need a plan B. Do you need a plan B? Go and get Reconnaissance Man. It is available in paperback, Kindle, and audio as well if you don't like to read. There's Bachelor Pad Economics, same thing, available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook, read by our good friend Davis Arini. Uh, you can visit him at stairsattheworld.com. And that is an absolute must for everyone with a penis to have. Unzip your pants, look down. Do you see a penis? Then you should have this book. Right there, you should see penis, you should think Bachelor Pad Economics. If you know somebody with a penis, go get Bachelor Pad Economics for him for this Christmas uh, down the road. There is the Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. For any black man who is sick and tired of living a life in dead last place in America in terms of income, health, wealth, standards of living, STDs, every even matter. If you're sick and tired of being in last place, you say, you know what? I've lived my first 20, 25, 30 years listening to the Democrats, lifting the leftists, blaming everything on whitey, uh, and it hasn't worked for you. 
you still haven't improved, uh, get this book instead. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. This is the real way for every young or old uh, black man out there to escape poverty. This is the locker room talk. This is the tough talk. This is the not bullshit. This is an, oh, poor you. Oh, it's all not your fault. Sit here and do nothing and let your life waste away as we go and get other people's. No, you don't have that much time left. How much life expectancy do you have left? You deserve more. So demand better. Get the black man's guide out of poverty. Available in paperback, but also Kindle. So you don't get the shit kicked out of you by your friends who don't want you to leave or have a better life. Worthless, the young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. The first semester is finishing up. It's wrapping up now. And uh, if you're a young student or you happen to have a young student in your life that's uh, either a child or a niece or a nephew or a loved one, maybe get them this book if all of a sudden college doesn't seem to be the promised land of Canaan that it was supposed to be. Now is the time to strike while they're down. You, you couldn't get your kid to listen to you before? Maybe, maybe they'll listen now because college, oh, there, it's a little bit of the real world. Oh, it isn't how you thought. Girls aren't automatically lining up to suck your dick. Really? Hmm, I wonder. They might listen now. They might listen. That's available in paperback, Kindle, and audio as well. Enjoy the decline. Uh, God almighty, everyone uh, who is tired of this presidential election like I am, that is an absolute must. Please go get that book available in paperback and Kindle. Uh, audiobook is coming out relatively soon. Hopefully have it available um, by Christmas time. And then Curse of the High IQ. That's for everybody who listens to this show because I'm not joking. You guys are much more intelligent than average. That's not bullshit. Uh, so if you are having troubles and you can't put your finger on why, why you're depressed, why you're angry, why you're frustrated, especially, let's put it, I know everyone's frustrated in traffic, but if you're like, why the fuck is everybody so slow? In checkout lines, commuting, driving, if you feel like people are slowing you down in life, you need to get this fucking book. Available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook as well. Okay, so you could save yourself time. You can work out, you can lift weights, you can run, you can drive. Get Curse of the High IQ on Audible as well. Behind the Housing Crash, that's my first book. That's always available on paperback and Kindle. And then we have my other books, if you want to get them, which are nothing more than um, backups of my blog. There's Captain Capitalism Top Shelf. There's Captain Capitalism Reserved. And if you want a little bit of eye candy, I started issuing Captain's Quarterly, which includes uh, our model, Cindy Moran, who you can find at cindymoran.net if you're looking to hire a pretty model, who's a professional, by the way. Uh, and she has graced the pages with her in various states of lingerie, bikinis, and my personal favorite, some just beautiful 1950s dresses. She's got the housewife kind of thing going on with just a touch of naughtiness. Uh, you can find out it's a little bit more pricey because the pictures are in color. Um, so it's kind of like, it'd be something you get if you got like a bar or a cigar lounge or a man cave. That is definitely something you would buy physically. Otherwise, if you want it much cheaper, you can find it on Kindle for like three bucks or something like that. So uh, support Cindy. Uh, it would help uh, help her career out a lot. And uh, hire her, please, if you're looking for a pretty girl to pose with your wares. Uh, then we have other people's books. We have Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. If those aren't weird titles, uh, I don't know what is, but both of them are written by our good friend Adam Piggott over in Australia. 
Uh, you can visit him, his site, Pushing Rubber Downhill, the blog, and you'll find his uh, links to his uh, books there. Run Guts, Pull Cones, and then Pushing Rubber Downhill, both available in paperback and Kindle. I think Pushing Rubber Downhill is available on audiobook as well. Davis Arini uh, read that. But um, yeah, it would make a great book. That Pushing Rubber Downhill is amazing. I got Run Guts, Pull Cones in the mail. Adam, get that thing in audio. God almighty. It takes so much. It takes me so long to read, guys. It takes me so long to read. I read Carrie Lutz's new book. I helped him edit that. That's coming out later. Um, Mitch's Berg's book. Mitch's Berg's. Mitch Berg's book. Trollbert. True Liberty. That's T-R-U-L-B-E-R-T. Like Dilbert or Dogbert, but it's Troll. Trollbert. <clears throat> um... It just takes forever to read them, guys. Get them in fucking audiobook, okay? Then send it to me. Then I can just sit and listen like, oh, yeah, that's a great book. But, um, yeah, I, I just read so slow I don't have time for it. And the Novsquam by Ann Sturzinger of annsturzinger.com fame. Go to annsturzinger.com. That's Ann Stur, S-T-E-R, Zinger.com. And get her book Novsquam, spelled N-V-S-Q-V-A-M. Or you can just go to my site, CaptainCapitalism.blogspot.com, and buy it there. Chris Muir, our good friend, our humorous buddy, at DayByDayCartoon.com. If you're looking for a daily funny ha-ha, go visit our friend Chris Muir at DayByDayCartoon.com. Tell him the old captain says hi, although you just would read his his comic. I don't know. You, you wouldn't say, hey, how you doing? Aaron says hi. You'd be like, oh, great. Aaron says hi. All right, delete. Actually, don't tell him I say hi. Just go to his site and give him some traffic. Uh, and then jrguera.com, jrguera, spelled G-U-E-R-R-A.com. You say, well, why would I go there? He has the first and the only thus far Red Pill audio uh, album, rather. He he did a great job with it. I'm amazed. Like I said, I thought it was going to be some 23-year-old dipshit garage band. Yeah, man, we came out with your album. And if you like it and you put it on iTunes. No. He actually came out. It's pretty good. He sounds like Phil Collins slash, uh, who's the pianist? Married Christine Brinkley. Who is that guy? Hang on. Married Christine Brinkley. Who married Christine Brinkley? God damn it, I got another asshole consulting to do. Your quest just came in. Who married Christine Brinkley? Billy Joel. Okay, hang on. There's a song I got in mind with Billy Joel. I'll play this so you can kind of get a feel. Billy Joel piano song. No, I don't want Piano Man. That fucking song sucks. Can you sing Piano Man? La 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 la. Yeah, we didn't start the fire in Piano Man. Those are two songs I could definitely do without. What is the song? Billy, Billy. Rock and roll, just the way you are. It's a matter of trust. Uh, she's always a woman. Moving out, River of Dreams. Nah, it's going to take too long to find out. There's one I do like. <clears throat> anyway... Uh, Mr. Guerra has the, the, kind of like a Phil Collins, Billy Joel kind of sound to him. 
Um, and you can find that album, the, the lyrics themselves. This is an album you'd actually want to listen to the lyrics or try and hear them out. You may have to email him because sometimes it's hard to say, well, what does it say? But he's got a song called Matriarchy, Enjoy the Decline. Um, what else? Square. Just, just, it's good. It's good. So go ahead and get that uh, album if you're looking for some music. And then JohnnyMontoyaGuitarCourses.com. That is JohnnyMontoyaGuitarCourses.com, spelled just the way it sounds, slash play songs correctly on guitar. JohnnyMontoyaGuitarCourses.com, slash play songs correctly on guitar. If you want to learn how to play songs on guitar, you want to learn how to play guitar, but you can't afford an in-person teacher, try going online, give this a shot with JohnnyMontoyaGuitarCourses.com. Right? Let the old captain know, or let let Johnny know that the captain sent you. That's how you found me. So he goes ahead and renews his uh, his advertising here. But I do have to give him an extra month of advertising because I've been gone so much I wasn't able to do the Cappy the Whore for spot on the YouTube channel. I know you guys don't like. Look, don't don't send me the email, dude. I don't like it when you run sponsors and ads. Then fucking listen to Stephen Molyneux, okay? And then listen to him run his own commercials, bitching and whining for other people's money. You're gonna look. The law of economics, right? There's no such thing as free. There isn't. You're gonna have to pay one way or the other. Whether Stephen Molyneux guilt trips you into it or tells you to support him, which I'm not against. The guy gets to choose his way on how he supports it, all right? Or it's me running ads and sponsors. Uh, the best we could come up with, I think, where we Venn diagram on our advertising philosophies, is Molyneux does uh, Amazon affiliate as well and that's why i go to buy my amazon stuff if i because i can't you can't use your own amazon affiliate program you have to use somebody else because they identify the ip they say oh you came from this site well you can't get it you can't do it yourself I'm like fuck so i do do my shopping what limited shopping i do online uh through stefan molyneux's amazon affiliate program but that's honest that's like look you, you're gonna buy stuff here i'm not gonna hound it you don't have to buy anything particular of wares of my sponsors uh, but if you would be kind enough, so I, that's cool. That's kosher. But whether it's Molyneux, you know, panhandling, or it's me shoving sponsors in your face, you're gonna have to deal with it one way or the other. And as a you know, to help my sponsors, I do a plug on my YouTube channel. So uh, and it's gonna be like that. I, I try to keep. You don't have to watch it. I, I identify. I say, can't be the horror four. That's in the title. So you can skip it. It's not an original. It's very clear. And the requests I say requests. So you can, you can skip it. But if you'd like to help out, you know, some of our sponsors here, absolutely. And if you would like to advertise on uh, Clary's Online Media Empire, just, you know, shoot me an email. Email me at CAPT, C-A-P-T, not CAPTAIN, CAPT, the abbreviation for CAPTAIN, CAPT, capitalism at yahoo.com. That's CAPT, capitalism at yahoo.com. Uh, and that is it for the sponsors. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? Ah, the, the drama, the veritable shit show, the soap opera, the Latino soap that, that you couldn't even draft or make up known as the education bubble continues. Mob attacks on Temple students stoke racial tensions. The father of a Temple University sophomore who was beaten by a roving team mob last week said people should draw their own conclusions about whether the string of attacks against students and cops was racially motivated. Joe Lolietta, 50, wrote on Facebook a day after the flash mob-style attacks that a group of 30 to 40 black teenagers assaulted his daughter, Christina, 19, and her two male friends on their way home 
from a Temple football game at Lincoln Field, a Lincoln Financial Field on Friday. Now, Christina is white. He is white. But here's, let's let's try it, lieutenants. Let's try this. What are the two wrong things about this story? Not necessarily this story, but what, where where did old dad goof up? Well, he goofed up once, and then there's another observation that people from Philadelphia know that would be able to answer why it was black teenagers that beat up the white kids. Go ahead, take your time, figure out. I'll give you a couple seconds here. I'm going to write my notes down so I don't forget. I'm, I'm writing them down. I'm writing them down so I don't forget. You guys go ahead and get your own. <clears throat> Give you a little bit of time. Okay, you guys ready? All right. Here's where the dad fucked up. Okay, because I know baby boomer parents don't give two shits about the kids. They just don't. Okay. He led his daughter... Go to a school located in the fucking ghetto of ghettos. I didn't know where Temple University was. And if you don't know where Temple University is, you're going to have to be like Atham and look this shit up. But if you look at it, that's not a map's not going to tell you anything. It's located in North Philly. Now, if you don't know North Philly, you've never driven through it. You know, I don't know. Is that a nice area? Let the old captain tell you to get to downtown Philly to visit some friends. He had to take a detour because the road, the bridge was was uh, closed. So he had to go to North Philly and then drop south on Broad Avenue. And it was the worst fucking neighborhood I've seen. Absolutely worse than Detroit when I drove through it. I did actually drive through the ghettos of Detroit. I don't remember where I was exactly. This was over a decade ago. I've driven through some bad parts of Chicago. This was by far the worst. The worst neighborhood I drove through. And it wasn't even necessary because I felt threatened. It was because there's garbage in the streets. There were burned out buildings that had not been demolished. People are just walking around pushing carts. Absolutely zero fucks were given by the citizens, by the residents of that neighborhood to just pick up after themselves. I'm sure the residents of North Philly probably don't even wipe their own asses because they presume that's Whitey's job. Or maybe we should have a government program to send in nursing aides to go wipe their own asses. Because if you can't pick up your own shit in your own fucking front yard or your own fucking street, then I wonder if you even have the work ethic to wipe your own ass. And that is North Philly. Reminded me a lot of the state of New Mexico where people just leave shit in their yard because they know their cars aren't going to rust because there ain't no fucking rain. And then they slowly rust out there. So it wasn't even necessarily crime it wasn't even necessarily, uh, you know, roving gangs of teenagers. I just looked around. I'm like, what a bunch of lazy motherfucking fucks. What a bunch of degenerate lazy. You guys can't even wipe your own ass. You cannot even pick up. That's laziness. That is laziness to such a level I've never seen. It's like, fuck you. So the dad letting his little daughter. And let's be honest, let's be honest. Any white parents letting their white children attend temple, you are a fucking idiot. Any black person letting, black parents letting their black children attend temple, you also are fucking idiots. Because it has nothing necessarily to do with race, as it has to do with safety. Do you give a motherfucking flying fuck about your goddamn kids that you don't send them to the war zone known as Temple University? 
Because you drive south on Broad Street. Just do it. If you happen to be in Philly, I don't know why you would go there. It's a shitty town. You're going down south on Broad Street. You'll see the world's shittiest fucking shit ever. And then all of a sudden it gets really nice. And the, it, it gets really nice because you're at Temple University. It's not that the neighborhood all of a sudden got night. No. That ghetto goes right up against Temple University. This isn't like uh, University of Chicago where it's Hyde Park and it's kind of on the nice south side. No. There's no buffer. That, neighbor, that university is right in the ghetto. And so if you actually love your children, number one, you wouldn't let them attend a high-end private college like this because it's fucking bloated tuition. They ain't going to get them a good degree. Two, you talk to them, you buy them the book Worthless or Reconnaissance Man to make sure they don't piss away their youth, let alone your money on a worthless fucking degree. And three, you wouldn't let them go to a university that's as dangerous as Iraq. I just have to go to Temple University. Oh my gosh, I just have to go to Temple University. And I'm going to major. What is she majoring in? Does it really matter? It doesn't matter. The parents don't love their children that much. You just don't. You don't send your kids to Temple University, okay? If you want your kids to be safe, I mean, this has nothing to do with wasting their lives on worthless degrees and worthless overpriced colleges. But if you want your kid to be safe, you don't send them to Temple. The old captains of the opinion have your kids send them fucking selves to college and have them pay their own goddamn way. But you want to treat your little children like, well, little children. And Daddy will just pay whatever you want, sweetheart. You just go right. Nope, nope. And, and you are an independent woman and you do whatever you want, sweetheart, because, yep, you are the epitome of independence. You can do whatever. And Daddy will pay the check. Daddy will pay for everything. We'll send you any place you want, sweetheart, because you're my little princess. Nothing's too good for my little princess, including getting the shit kicked out of you because you're going to school in the ghetto. <laughs> oh. Now, the second thing where they're wrong, where the, where the article is wrong, is they're going to say it's racially motivated. I don't say it's racially motivated. You want to know why? Because you're in North Philly. By definition, you're already in a predominantly black neighborhood. The people who are going to commit crimes in that neighborhood, as well as the law-abiding people, are going to be predominantly black. It's like when I went to Wyoming, people didn't say, oh, the death threats Aaron had were racially motivated because everyone in Wyoming that threatened him was white. No, it's because it's all white people that live in Wyoming, and there are bad people all over the place. The, the true point I'm trying to point out here is, one, you sent your daughter and your kids to a dangerous area. Two, you're surprised the locals, regardless of what their skin color was, attacked them. All right? And therefore, I, did, I say there is no racial. Maybe, maybe, fine. <clears throat> they, they pick on the there's people in that group. They didn't like Whitey on top of it. But these kids were up to no good regardless. They would have picked any target, regardless of race or color. Because you're just in the ghetto. Just as the meth heads and the hicks and the funkin' drunkards over in Casper, Wyoming, they're going to pick on whoever's an available target. They're not picking on you because of the color of your skin. You walked into the wrong neighborhood. That's what it is. Except the university didn't walk into the wrong neighborhood. The university's been there, and now the shit neighborhood ghetto has grown up around it. No, 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 no. You, you all send your kids to the temple. You send them to Missoula. You send them all these worthless... I don't, where the fuck are you, parents? Where the fuck are you? I mean, is it, is, are you mailing it in? Are you phoning it in with this parenting bullshit? 
Do you give a flying fuck about your children? I mean, I know, I know the answer, but it, it, I, I just, it, it, it flummoxes me. It perplexes me. I'm, I'm speechless. Like, why the fuck did you have kids? I mean, I know you don't want to raise them. I know you outsource them to daycare. I know you send them to the public schools because you don't give two flying shits about them. But then then when you have a choice to send your kid to either... Can you do them the tokenist of tokens and send them to a safe school? Can, can you maybe do the research, say, hey, is it in the middle of a war zone? Oh, it is? Oh, no, sweetheart, whatever you want. Nothing's too good for my precious little sweetheart. And then when they got to go and drop 100, 150, 200,000 of either their or your money and either you sign the loan or they sign the loan and you ruin the communal fi- uh, uh, family's finances uh, communally, do you, do you guys fucking think? Do you parents think? Do parents of millennials think? Are you just like, really, are you just the typical baby boomer Gen X fucks that are lazier than all hell? And now you just, ladies, you spread your legs. Guys, you came inside of you and didn't pull out in time. Eh, child, I don't really care about it. Nah, let's not abort it. That's against our religion. Even though fornicating before marriage is too, but we're gonna we're cafeteria Christians. We'll just choose which to. It felt good to blow a load inside of her. Oh, but hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hang on now. Let's not abort the kid. Let's make that kid get the shit kicked out of it at a ghetto school. Let's send that kid through divorce and a dysfunctional family and outsourcing to daycare and never seeing their parents and having the kid being raised more by public school teachers than they are their own parents because they're too busy commuting with their careers. That was totally worth five seconds of ejaculation and the woman saying, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. You're a bad boy and I make bad decisions and I'm going to divorce you in 10 years. (laughs) Fucking idiots. God you wonder why I wrote the book Enjoy the Decline. You wonder why I don't give a shit about humans. You wonder why I don't give a shit about this country. This country doesn't deserve what its founding fathers, way back in Philadelphia, by the way, gave them. They just don't deserve it. We deserve to be taken over by Muslims. We deserve to be nuked by the Russians. We deserve it. I know most of you who listen to the show don't deserve it. Hey, whoa, don't throw me in. I know, but I'm just saying, as a whole, when, when, when this amount of lack of care or compassion for your own goddamn children comes in, that we strip them off to fucking Temple University because we're too lazier than fuck to go drive around the neighborhood and take a look. I mean, I look at what my friends do with their children. And, you know, and I, don't, I don't voice my opinion to them or anything like that, but I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't do that. Or why the fuck aren't you having weekly conversations about where the kids should go to school what kind of realities of the labor market are out there talking about their futures, having the sit-down chat? I mean, I even speculated about, do, do you sit down with your children and have a chat with them? I don't think my parents ever, if anything, it was like, yeah, look, you, you, you know, you got to do chores. It was something more disciplinary. There was none of this forward-looking, forward-thinking, life-planning, have you thought about this, have you thought about that? It's like, yeah, fuck you, you're going to go out on the field. There you go. Hey, you'll fi- you're smart. That was my favorite. You're smart. You'll figure it out. You'll land on your feet. Oh, would I break the kneecaps of every person that ever said, Dude, you'll, you're smart. You'll figure it out. You'll land on your feet. That, that's, that's code speak for, I'm too lazy to fucking help you out right now, and I don't want to. And so I'm just going to say, oh, you're smart. You're a 10-year-old. You'll figure it out. You'll land on your feet. And inevitably we do, motherfuckers. Then we run on those feet. Hotter, better, stra- stronger, faster. Forged in the flames of reality. 
forged in the non-supported world of true independence and self-reliance. And ooh, do we come out monsters at the end. Cunning, intelligent monsters with absolutely no care or compassion for his fellow man. True nihilists. True misanthropes. You want to know where, uh, not criminal masterminds, but true tyrants. True, not even mass murders. What's the word I'm looking for? Like the Stalins, the Hitlers. You want to know where it comes from. Where people, oh, they'll land on their feet. They'll figure it out. Hey, we know it. They'll figure it out. They're smart. That's where it comes. Yeah, let's just ship it off the day. Yeah, let's not have an abortion. Let's have this kid go through fucking hell. I wonder what he'll turn out like. I'm sure everything will be fine. He'll land on his feet. She won't go and blow the entire football team. She'll land on her feet too. She's a smart girl. Hey, she's four years old and she reads at an eighth grade, eighth, eight-year-old level. She'll land on her feet. She doesn't need her mom around. Fuck it. Oh, when you get to this level of cynicism, which I call reality, and you get to this level of nihilism, misanthropy, and hatred for your fellow man, it's great, guys. You really don't care about this presidential election. You really don't. You watch it as a show, and I am just so happy. I really do look at it like I just got 30 years left on this planet. That's all I have to do. That's all I have to last. I have no real long-term investment. I have no real investment in humanity at all. Most of my investments are hedges or insurance against. And I just look and I'm just like, yep, keep on going. Keep and and just, I want to see it. I want to, like, like Russia, Putin, one up in Obama all the time. Oh, hacking and absolutely. It's sad when you're cheering for the fucking Russians, our sworn enemy. Because the guy is actually a man. The guy actually gives a fuck. He's a nationalist. He gives a shit about his own country. Imagine that. Look at these fat slobs. Getting off the plane, God Almighty! Another perfect example. Like there's, it's an anecdote. I understand, but there's these never-ending, never this this limitless number of examples where it just picks away cell by cell at your heart for the country, just zaps it away until you have no heart left. We're on the plane, and there was this large woman. I didn't realize how large because the seat was covering up just how fucking obese this sow was. So we, we land, and it's time to get off the plane. Everyone's debunking. We're waiting. And the GF is a couple seats ahead of me, so she's already down the aisle. We're waiting for people to grab in this, this fat, disgusting, gluttonous pig. This, this not a human. This, this gluttonous pig gets up. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, holy shit. Like, she has climbing. She's clawing onto the seat in front of her to get her fat ass up. So she gets up, and I'm still not thinking. I'm just thinking, oh, that's a fat woman. That's gross. Then she starts walking down the aisle. Now, I'm behind her, right behind her. And the sight is not pretty, I understand, but I've walked behind fat, ugly people before. And she's walking so slow because she's so fat. Her heart and her cardiovascular system can't move, and she doesn't have the muscles to do it. She's borderline crippled. This is the type of gal that would get a rascal in Walmart. Absolutely guarantee you. This is exactly the type of gal. So she's waddling, just going slow and holding everybody up behind her. Now, here's, I can be an asshole, all right? I am an asshole. We could all, ha-ha, funny Aaron, misanthrope hates people. I am not arrogant and narcissistic to the point that I would inconvenience all those people behind me. I would know I'm a slow, fat fuck, I'm borderline crippled, 
and I would say, you know what? I'm going to wait for everybody else to get off the plane, and then I'm going to get off last so as to that everybody can get off more more quickly. You know, it's no different than commuting. You got that slow fuck uh, with the flashes on because it's raining a little bit. All right, they're slowing up the whole interstate. What you should do is get the fuck off the road, pull off to the side, let traffic go past you, and save society, humanity, cumulatively hundreds of hours so they're outside, uh, they're, they're out of the traffic jam. But hell no, not this fat fuck. She, see, she's more valuable than the rest of you. That's the true error, and that's exactly, whether it's conscious or unintentional, that's exactly what that woman is thinking or telling you or what we have to live through. Her life is more valuable than all the rest of ours that had to sit there and wait. Her time was more important. And by golly, by gum, you know, oh my gosh, by golly, here comes Big Titted Molly, and she's going to make sure everybody else slows down because it's her turn to get off. It's her turn to cripple her way down that thing, and then sure enough, you get off out of the the, uh, plane, you go into that concourse or whatever, and she walks right in the middle, can't get off to the left, can't get off to the right, can't let one of us normal people get along or pass her by. No, by God, she's going to slow every one of you. And she does it on purpose. I guarantee you she's doing it on purpose. Why? Because she's not going to achieve anything good, so she might as well achieve something bad. And I may be evil, I may not like my fellow man. But I'm not purposely going to go out of my way to inconvenience people and cause them harm. Innocent people anyway, people I don't know. But then all of a sudden I think like, wait, what if everybody's like her? What if a certain percentage of people are like her? Fuck them. Fuck humanity. I don't care. I enjoy watching this. Hey, another one. Where'd it go? Hang on. Hang on. Let me do this. We had another one. Let me, I got to approve this video here. Hang on. Also from the New York Times or New York Post. Terribly sorry. New York Post. Principal brutally beaten by student. Vows quick return to the job. I'm sure you heard of this. Precious little white guy here, Matthew Tossman. Uh, the principal who was slugged in the face by a music-blasting student penned a heartfelt letter to his other students at the Murray Bergtrom High Campus telling them he'll be back as soon as possible. As many as you know, I was injured yesterday during an incident in school. Said doctor, doctor. He has his fucking doctorate in education. You know what? I'm just going to stop here and tell you where my evil, misanthropic, cynical mind goes. I love the fact It's Mr. Little Pussy getting my doctorate in education major. He's not even fucking 30 yet. He's this precious little fool who thinks he's going to go and do the right thing. He voted left his entire life. He fully supports the student or the teacher's union. He doesn't give two flying motherfucking shits about the education of these kids. And he gets the shit kicked out of him by one of these little, you know, rats, these hood rats that come out. And, and even though the kid's, I think, Hispanic or something like that, how much you want to bet this guy's shoving diversity down these kids' throats? And now, pure justice, pure justice, this fuck, this asshole over in New York jacks up my taxes by voting left all the time, brainwashes students to hate my fucking guts, and then he gets killed, not killed, he gets assaulted and hurt by exactly one of these precious little scumbag hood rats that he's always trying to protect. Uh, the principal was beaten Monday by an 18-year-old student who lawyers said he is acting out because his mother died of a brain aneurysm in his arms. Oh, fuck you! Another fucking dindu. Fuck you, you little faggot. Oh, his mother died. Hey, there's always an excuse. The student, Luis Penzo, who was arranged on charges of second-degree assault and had on $5,000 bail, was in the hallway blasting music from his headphones. Yeah, so when your, pe- your mom dies, that allows you to be a dick. You'd think your mother dying would make you a little bit more humble. But no, I guess you got to be a prick. 
and you know what the school isn't going to get any better what uh students at the troubled business theme campus <laughs> is this a charter school where they're all going to become business people huh they're all going to go get your mbas students at the troubled business theme campus. why is it troubled Shouldn't the principal, with his doctorate in education, shouldn't the principal have enough business acumen to make sure it's not troubled? Should the finances be in order? Which houses four different schools, complained the place was out of control. They should just shut down the school, said Deshaun Reed. Well, there's another hint. Maybe your name should be Steve. Maybe the type of kids who are going to this school with the name of Deshaun, uh, uh, Ladasha, Kukabanga, Maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a correlation. I don't know. Lack of fucking parents. Ooh, we're going to name our kids off of pride. We take more pride in the color of our skin than our actual accomplishments. Maybe that's what's fucking up this school. Nah. She pointed to an arrest on October 7th of a student who came to school stinking of weed and carrying a gun in his backpack. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Let the old captain tell you. I would like to tell you a story. No. Bill Cosby style. I remember, just like this, this, there was a, it was a, there's so many parallels to this story. I've told it again, I'm going to tell you, I told it before, I'm going to tell you again. I went out with this gal, student of mine, dance student, redheads, you know how I like redheads, and uh, took her to see the movie The Great Raid. Great movie, I liked it, I liked it so much I wanted to see it again. I'm thinking, ah, this is for sure a good movie. We go in, we watch it, everything's going great, and then uh, after the end of the movie, She's all quiet and cold and reserved and pissed off. Wouldn't tell me what's going on. I was thinking, maybe I'll take her to Perkins or someplace to eat. And then I'm like, no, nah, something's off here. So I'm just going to take her home and not spend the money. I was, I was starting to get savvy back in those days. And then out of blue, she's just like, how could you take me to a war movie? And I'm like, I thought you'd like it. I'm a pacifist. And of course, I don't get, we didn't get resumes. Uh, in the olden days, the girls did not come up to us with their resumes on Facebook, blathering and bragging about their worthless leftist beliefs. I teach at the Pacifist School of Peace in St. Paul. And so I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Terribly sorry. And so that was enough. You know, you couldn't say, well, maybe the guy was just trying to be nice and he didn't know any better and he still has a heart. And and at that time I did. But once again, that zapped another bit of the heart cell away. And then I be- learned to hate people more and more after this stupid bullshit. Well, sure as shit. I, I never heard from this woman ever again, girl. Sure as shit, I think two weeks later, um, the school's in the news because a kid brought a gun to school. A kid brought a gun to the Peace Academy. <laughs> and I think a year after it went belly up. Because, you know, peace is so profitable. Just teaching kids not to not to kill, because they don't know otherwise. Because kids would just kill otherwise, right? We got it. We have to have peace. There's a real there's a real clever idea. Let's create a charter school around peace. Hey, let's create a charter school around chocolates. Let's create a charter school about sunny days. Let's create a charter school around orgasms. Like how fucking courageous? What's the challenge of championing something called peace? And so it's one of these same schools, a business school. Another business school, by the way, charter school. St. Paul, um, another St. Paul charter school, went up and belly up within like three years, uh, which I find precious. A business school going belly up. That is just fucking precious. Um, and now it's a, it's a church for Scientology. So uh, 
it just just more proof that look this this welfare bum this Matt, Matthew Tossman this hypocrite he's going out there he's got his doctorate in education subsidized by you me and every other taxpayer then he goes get some cushy government job fraudulently acting like some kind of business expert he's going to take these fucking ghetto rats these ghetto trash and undo what in their own innocence uh, the lack of a father and a broken homes ha- have done to these poor kids he's going to un- come in there and undo it you damn well know he voted Democrat. You damn well know he was all for this leftist socialism bullshit. You damn well know he's all for diversity. And then a Latino kid beats the shit out of him. That's great. Uh, fellow freshman Blue Copper, 15, agreed. Blue Copper? That's kind of a cool name. That's not, that's not too bad of a name. I can actually go with that. Blue Copper. Cool name. This is just crazy. This is just crazy. You see the side of the school from the BK Bridge, and it says Murray Bertram School for Business and Careers, and it's got nothing to do with business and careers. Blue Copper, please tell me you're going to listen to this. I want you to listen to this, okay? One, get the black man's guide out of poverty. I don't know if you're black. It doesn't matter in this particular situation because you are going to a shitty school, and I'm thinking you're from a shitty neighborhood. But mark my words, Blue. Listen to me very carefully. These teachers don't give a shit about you. This school is not there to give you an education to get a career in business. This school is there to enrich the people, like your principal, so they can pay back their student loans for their doctorates and give worthless people who have no real-world experience in business a job that they don't deserve. And what you and your fellow students have to think about, Blue, is just how disgusting you and your children, your children, your, your fellow peers, your kids to me because you're younger, uh, how you're being used by these, basically, people of my generation, Gen Xers, I'm estimating, and maybe older millennials, just so they can make profits off of you. you got to understand, they're coming in there, we're helping the children. We need to help black people and Hispanics and minorities. And they don't give a shit about any of that blue. It's a rationalization and a reason for them to go to the state or the county or the city, depending on who's funding this school, or, or chari- private charity contributors saying, look, we're helping the children. They are not helping you, Blue. You just pointed that out. The whole reason they're doing that is so that they can have jobs as teachers where they don't have to work 12 months a year. They work their nine months a year. They get summers off. They probably, is it a shitty education, Blue? Let me ask you that. Are you really learning anything? Are you learning how to do accounting, Blue? Are you learning how to do taxes? Do you know um, what's, a, what's a, the very important basic accounting program? Why can't I think of it? Um, not Peachtree. Dang it, what is it? QuickBooks. Are you learning QuickBooks? Are you learning about how to set up an LLC? Are you learning about economics? Are you learning about how evil white men are and how discriminated and tortured the poor people who weren't white people or males are? Are you getting that diversity bullshit? Because that ain't going to help you, Blue. That is not going to help. No matter how true it may have been. I understand there was racism, discrimination, slavery. That's all true. Right? Women didn't have the right vote. All true. Where does brainwashing you kids to get pissed off about whitey and males, where does that lead you to talented, valuable skills that will help you get employed? You know, it's don't don't look at what they're saying, Blue. Look at what they're doing. And are they educating you? Are they giving you talented skills? Or is this just another fucking charity ran to keep as an employment scheme for worthless talent talentless hacks like the teachers there? And hey, hey, teach, prof, prince, you guys can come on this podcast any day. Any day and defend yourselves. 
But by God, motherfuckers, by gosh, by golly, look at Big Tit and Molly. I'm going to get your motherfucking resumes. I'm going to look to see if any one of you cocksucking motherfuckers has real-world experience. Successful. Not like, oh, I tried my hand at running a bar. And then I went belly up. Oh, I guess I can work charity as long as I act like I care about the black kids. Fuck the black kids. I don't give two shits. Did the check bounce? No, good for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, it's really important if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur in business that you learn to blame everything on people not the color of your skin. <laughs> uh, Cooper said he transferred here three weeks ago from LaSalle Academy Catholic School and hasn't been impressed. Dude, go back to that Catholic school. Private school, like, go back to that Catholic school. I transferred from a Catholic school. I come here, and it's straight bad. I'm here three weeks. You have someone bringing a gun in. It's out of control. Now a principal getting knocked out. I'm amazed. Go. Go back to the Catholic school, Blue. We're cheering for you. We're actually cheering for you. Me and everybody else is in your corner, Blue. And for all the kids that have a legitimate, you know, not this asshole that knocked out your prince. For every one of you students over there that really want to get out of the ghetto, you really want to improve yourselves, you want to really want to improve your lives, me and everybody on our evil right-wing talk radio program here, we're cheering for you. Because you're at the front lines, you don't know how much or why you're getting screwed over right now. But we do. Trying to introduce a little bit of hard-knuckle reality over there, not this touchy-feely bullshit where I guarantee they're telling you it's all discrimination and diversity, and maybe once in a while we'll get around to like how to set up an LLC. Brenda Garcia, 18, graduated from Murray Bergtraum last year and said the school actually got better his last two years as new principal, Miss Cook, came aboard. Well, who's this guy? Who's Matthew Tossman? How many principals do you have? It was really bad when I came here four or five years ago. There were fights every day. Miss Cook, the new principal, came in here and there was less fights. But stuff still happens. Since it's in front of one police plaza. <laughs> do you really think they didn't do that on purpose, guys? Do you really think they didn't do that on purpose? See, they knew they're taking in trouble kids. And then there's the good kids and they're going to mix you with the trouble kids. And they knew, that's why they thought, oh, the police, oh, this is great. This is great. Just these precious leftist Democrat socialist fools using you poor kids as a way to make money off of you. They ain't gonna help the children. Look at this school. It looks like a goddamn prison. It, it's this minimalist 70s architecture. It looks like a prison. You guys might as well get used to it because they're, they're basically saying, eh, they're gonna go to prison anyway. Let's make the school look like a prison. Yeah, here's the security guard gates. There's the cop. There's the squad. There's the cop. Let me guess. Hey, Blue, let me ask a question. Let me ask a question, Blue. That cop squad, that, that squad I see right there, uh, do you guys have a cop inside or a couple cops? Uh, liaison officers is what they call them. Are there cops actually in, in the school? Is, is that? Do you have to go through a metal detector? See, because in, in, in the schools I went to, and of course this is quite some time ago, we didn't have that. Because our parents brought us up right. That, that, that's the way, yeah. I, it's not much different than a prison. I don't care what they call it. Don't care what they call it. This is, this is prison training. That's what this is. It's up to you kids whether or not you want to go to prison or not. All right, let's get some more podcast uh, sponsors in here. Um, if you need help, like all these kids over at the Bernie Bergatron School for sort of maybe getting a career in, in college or business, uh, you need true, blunt truth uh, consulting. Go to assholeconsulting.com, where I, the world's only professional asshole, will uh, 
get you kids right the first time. We'll, we'll help you out. It's going to cost you money because in the real world, good advice costs money. Uh, it's not a charity, especially with the word asshole consulting. Uh, but if you need a swift kick in the ass and you're sick and tired of being lied to by pretty much, well, everybody trying to make money off of you, go to assholeconsulting.com and you'll get the swift kick in the ass, elderly, brotherly advice from the older brother you never had. That's assholeconsulting.com. Get it yourself. Tell your friends, whatever. We do video responses, email responses if, if you want a private. And I will do Skype, but it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. We have the Amazon affiliate program. If you would be so kind, do all your Christmas shopping, as I said before, on my Amazon affiliate uh, page. Go to captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Amazon banner. Bada boom, bada bing. I make 7%. You're happy. Everyone's a winner. Uh, we have Chad Okins. If you want to... Uh, get your taxes done, or you have some kind of accounting work that needs done, or you just be want a, a sound financial mind to give you a little bit of advice, go to elkincpa.com, uh, where our good friend Chad Elkins will do your taxes and uh, any other kind of accounting work, financial advising, etc. that you might need. And then we have the League of the Extraordinary Podcasters. We have 405media.com. We have Small Scale Life. The World of Lori Zook, Z-O-O-C-K. Financial Survival Network, that's Carrie Lutz's uh, joint at FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com. And Kanto Talk, which you can find on Blog Talk Radio. All that and more at those various, uh, do we call them affiliates? No. Friends of the uh, of the Clary podcast. What else we got? Uh, Glorious Carl's Glorious Hat. Hey, he's got a two-for-one special going on. If you buy Glorious Hat now... He'll give you two for one. He's closing down the shop. He's getting rid of his inventory. He will not be ordering or restocking. So uh, this is your last chance to get them. Get them before the uh, 2016 presidential race, which promises to be chaotic, interesting. I hope a ton of riots occur. Uh, coincidentally, Race Riot Apparel, R-A-Y-C-E, not R-A-C-E. His name is Race, R-A-Y-C-E, and thus he's playing on his name. Race Riot Apparel, you could go to cafepress.com slash race riot apparel. Get yourself some politically incorrect t-shirts, especially for this presidential election. That's cafepress.com slash race riot apparel. Academiccomposition.com. You can go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his crackpot team of staff writers will write your papers for you. If you're in college and you're being forced to write these stupid papers that have nothing to do with your degree or your pursuit of whatever your career is, Go to academiccomposition.com and do what smart corporations do, and that is outsource. Outsource your pointless, stupid homework. Also, if you're looking for a job and you can write, more I was thinking about this, the more some savvy high schooler who can write bullshit could probably make a pretty good coin writing college-level papers. Uh, if you can write BS and it passes for a college paper, consider get, uh, going and working for Alex. Go to academiccomposition.com. Send him an email. Alex would be very uh, interested in, in hiring you. Also, he's got some marketing gigs that he does as well. Both jobs are very boring. Don't expect them to be exciting. And uh, basically, you're writing papers for scumbags because they don't want to... Uh, well, you're, you're writing for papers for one of two people. Either the really smart people who just want to like get it out of their way so they can focus on their studies... Or they're lazy people, predominantly from overseas, that uh, are used to just scamming and bribery and, and graft, which is another word for bribery. Crime. Legal crime. Where uh, they're paying it for somebody else to do it. Um, so you're, you're going to write papers for people who are kind of a pain in the ass. 
Uh, but then marketing, that's going to be boring, too. you got to post the ads up over on Craigslist. But it pays, and you can do it from home. So uh, you don't have to starve. Just don't expect an exciting, rewarding career in the, in the art of writing other people's homework. Uh, that's academiccomposition.com. And they do resumes. They will do your resume for $100 per resume. If you need some audio work done, visit our two good friends, Jim Fear and Undertow Audio. You can find Jim Fear at jimfear138.blogspot.com and Undertow at undertowaudio.com. Both young men, both very professional, both very good at what they do. So if you need a book recorded or any other kind of audio work, consider hiring those two people. jimfear138.blogspot.com and Undertow Audio at undertowaudio.com. The Ultimate Reading List by our good friend Max. Max, you can find him at Instagram.com slash Ultimate Reading List, and you would use this site for one of two things. One, if you're looking for books to read that basically aren't leftist bullshit. That's basically it. So as long as it's not leftist tripe, you can go to uh, Max's Ultimate Reading List at Instagram.com slash Ultimate Reading List. The other reason you might want to consider Max is if you are an author and you want to advertise your book and it's a good book. He advertises, runs ads for people's books for $100 a month. And as a user of his services, I endorse them. I use him. And I can endorse him because uh, he has 32,000 followers. And if you have a good book uh, and he approves of it and he puts it on his site, um, you can expect uh, to earn back the $100 very easily. So if you're an aspiring author, you, you have your books out, please go to Instagram.com slash ultimate reading list contact max let him know that i sent you and uh that'll help out there uh and then we have my two classes the analysis evaluation of stocks and stocks bonds investing oh my if you would like to learn hey blue you really want to learn about financial statement analysis you really want to learn good skill you want to learn accounting here you go take the analysis evaluation of stocks it costs money it's not free real things in the world aren't free terribly sorry take the analysis evaluation of stocks um, it's a great class, the one I'm most proud of. Not a lot of people take it because um, it is specialized on financial statement analysis and analyzing stocks. So, uh, but still, I endorse it very much. I like it. But the one that most people would probably like a little bit more is stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. That is a much more universal and uh, widely applicable class. It teaches you the basics on retirement, 401ks, IRAs, stuff like that. It's offered at hundreds of different schools and community centers and stuff like that, online, offline, bricks and mortar, whatever else. So look to see if it's offered uh, at maybe your local library or your local community ed program. It's out there. You don't have to take it at your local library either. Take it wherever it's cheapest because it's online. Uh, but it does cost money anywhere from 80 on the cheap to 120 on the expensive. That's the analysis evaluation of stocks. And then stocks, bonds, investing, oh my. Uh, be on your best behavior. I know we curse and swear and we're very politically incorrect here on the Clary Podcast, uh, but the most people who take these classes are old grandma ladies. So imagine your grandmother taking these classes. Imagine you're going to church. There's no politics. There's no bullshit. Just take the class. Ask good questions. Um, you know, We'll save politics for the blog and the locker room, uh, but do respect the other students there who are predominantly, you know, they're your grandmas, so you know, be nice. Um... Oh, we got fan mail. Let's do a little bit of fan mail. Barat writes, uh, Hey, Cappy. Yes, atheism, yada, yada. You are a godsend. I feel privileged to be your subscriber. Please know that no matter how much you fuck up or have fucked up, you have changed mine and countless other lives immensely, and no amount of gratitude will sum it up. Thank you so much, Cappy. Barat, um, 
P.S. My last exchange with you was about online dating where I was setting the standard a bit too high. May have been a bit douchey. Sorry for that. Oh, I don't remember that. But thank you, Barat. I appreciate it. You can send glory and praise to me anytime. <laughs> At Capt. Capitalism. Not Captain. Capt. C-A-P-T. Capt. Capitalism at yahoo.com. You can also send hate mail. I have not gotten a lot of hate mail. I even downloaded uh, Anakin Skywalker yelling, I hate you, for that specific purpose, and I haven't gotten any hate mail. Although I don't imagine leftists would listen too much longer to this uh, to get to the point of like, yeah, what do I I send the hate mail? So, uh, all right, that's it. Listen, um, as always, gentlemen, uh, check your nuts for testicular cancer. Also, get your ass checked for the ass or prostate cancer. Ladies, check your boobies for booby cancer. And uh, you can help each other by ladies. You could go ahead and fidget with the guy's nuts, and men, you can play with the girl's boobies. But if you're modern-day millennials and you've been brainwashed by feminism, you should hate each other. So that means men will have to fidget with their own nuts. Women will have to fidget with their own boobies. And a doctor will have to go with it. You can't really, you got to go to a doctor to have your ass checked, gentlemen. So I have that. Also, if you like any part of the Clary Online Media Empire, remember to vote, subscribe, comment, share, like, link, whatever else on your Facebooks and the Twitters and the YouTubes. That is how this continues going and that I never have to go work in banking again. So if you would be kind enough to share this on iTunes or whatever, that would be grand. And just tell friends on Facebook. That's it. So anyway, we will talk to you kids later. Toodles.